Welcome everybody, good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Diving Into The Honesty Box, taking an honest look at living and supporting somebody with an addiction. Well today I'm going to be talking about our faith because I want to draw attention to the fact that people who have faith in God have particular kingdom principles that they can activate in their life to help them in all circumstances. And I think this is one of the really big key things that I find is really so vitally important for us to get back our peace, our joy and our purpose in life because we become so enmeshed when fear becomes the dominant feature in our life. Faith disappears. You see, fear replaces our faith. How do we pray from a place of fear? How do we press into God and believe and hope for a better future for ourselves and for our loved ones when we are constantly coming at life through that lens of fear? You see, fear is the opposite of faith. And we know that the Bible says that no double-minded man can ask anything of God and expect it to be done. So if we're coming to God with an expectation of him hearing us and answering our prayer and we're double-minded and we have more fear in us than we have faith, then we're really um, we're confusing ourselves. And, and I read an amazing thing today and um, I really want to share it because I think it is so, so key. Fear of the future causes us to lean against and cling to the present while faith in the future renders us perceptive to change. And that's from the book The True Believer by Eric Hoffer. I think that's so amazing. The fear of the future causes us to lean against and cling to the present. Most of us who are living with someone with an addiction, we, we don't want to be held in the present. But actually our fear keeps us there. And that's what I really want to talk about today. You know, we have kingdom principles, we have godly promises, we have the word of God that we can lean on that can give us a hope in the future to help us move into faith and, and to leave fear behind. Fear is such a crippling thing and I think that's one of the hardest things to overcome when you're living with someone with an addiction is the fear of the future because you actually don't know what the future holds and you feel so totally out of control and that's where by leaning in on our faith, we can take control back of our lives and we can give ourselves a different perspective about our future. I think that is so, so amazing. I, I just love this, this saying. I just want to read it again. Fear of the future causes us to lean against and cling to the present, while faith in the future renders us perceptive to change. How many of us are so frightened of change? You know, in the Bible, I'm reminded of stories where, where people would rather die than change. You know, it's, it's incredible, but Jonah was told to go to Nineveh. And he went to Tarshish. And he so didn't want to change the way he thought about the commission that God had given him that he would rather die than go to where God sent him to go and to do what God sent him to do and change his mind on a particular race of people. You know, sometimes we can read that story and think, oh my goodness, how silly is that? But can I challenge us today? 
How open to change are we? Are we really open to the fact that we can lean in and press into faith and put our hope in things that are unseen and not live within our circumstances? You know, I heard a really amazing um, preacher preaching the other day and he was talking about the story about Jesus in the boat. And I was actually thinking about this very same story just a few days prior to hearing this. So I think there's something really amazing in this. But if you remember the story, Jesus said, let's get in the boat and go to the other side. Now, Jesus had had a very busy day and he fell asleep in the boat. And while he was asleep, a huge storm blew up and the disciples woke him up in absolute fear and dread and said, Master, don't you care? The waves are going to drown us. And what was Jesus' response to them? He said, oh, you of little faith. Jesus was asleep in the boat. The storm was raging, but he was asleep. You see, a lot of us that are living with someone with an addiction, we're waiting for the storm to stop. We think that once the storm stops, then well, then, then we can renew our faith. Then we can get our life back on track. Then we'll have peace. But you know what? I want to... I want to ask you something here because I have to ask this for myself. There is no timeline that I know that my loved one is going to come out of their addiction. So if I'm waiting for an indefinite timeline with no absolutes in it, then aren't I being really silly to think that I can put my trust in the fact that when everything goes right well then I'll have faith then I'll have peace then I'll have a future then I'll go out and live out my purpose and my destiny and become the best version of me I can become Mm, that's a challenging thought because Jesus was asleep in the boat the storm was raging and the disciples woke him up and he said oh you of little faith and then he spoke to the storm and said storm be still and it was but you see Jesus wasn't subject to those circumstances. He wasn't subject to the fact that there was a storm going on. He was resting and asleep in the knowledge that his heavenly father was in control of the storm and was going to get him safely to the other side. And that's my challenge to us today. Can we really put our faith, or do we really put our faith, in the fact that we have a heavenly father who loves us and loves our addict. And if we will put our faith and our trust in him, he is true to his word that he will carry us safely to the other side. You know, we don't know what the other side will look like. We don't know the journey. But our faith shouldn't be on the things that we can see. Faith is the evidence of things unseen. So while we're putting our faith in the things that we can see, then that's, that's not putting faith in God because he says, faith is the substance, the evidence of things that are still yet unseen. Hebrews 11 verse 1. So can we say that we have totally put our life, like Jesus, he put himself into the boat. Let's look at the boat as our life. And the fact that God had the boat and Jesus' life in his hands and he was going to get them across to the other side. Have we really placed our life in his hands and fully trust that he is going to get us safely across the other side 
regardless, and this is where the real trick is, regardless of the storm and the circumstances that may rage in and around our life while we're going on the journey to get to the other side. You know, I've had to ask this question of myself many times and I know that I only find the peace that I need, the joy that I need, the strength that I need, the hope that I need when I really stop and put my life and the life of my loved ones in the hands of God. While I am trying to carry the load myself, I start to buckle under the pressure because the Bible says, Jesus says, put on my yoke. My yoke is easy, it's light. Lay your burdens at my feet and take upon you my yoke. So today I guess my challenge for us all is, number one is, where do we really put our faith? And are we prepared to really hand all our burdens over to the Lord and take on his yoke, his yoke of total surrender. You see, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he totally surrendered his life unto the hands of the Father. Not my will, but yours, Father. I think there comes a place in all of our lives for us to go into a future like we just read. Fear of the future causes us to cling to the present because we're too frightened to change. But when we submit ourselves and relinquish our right to ourselves and really put our trust in a God that is far more powerful and far greater than we are, then we can fully rest. We can be like Jesus and we can be asleep in the boat even though the storm is raging and we can trust that he will get us to the other side. And this is not just for people who have someone who has an, an addict in their life, whether it be your spouse, your child, your sister, your aunt, your best friend. It's not just for us, it's for everyone. Everyone has to come to this place. But I think for us specifically, if we are living with and supporting someone with an addiction and we are so frightened of the future that we're clinging to the present in fear, then we haven't got a chance of heading into the future that God has for us. He says, I know the thoughts I have for you, thoughts for a future and a hope. But if we're clinging to the present so hard because we're so fearful of the future, then we can never move into the destiny that God has for us. I don't know about you, but I don't want to get to the end of my life and, and have God bring out the book with everything that he had for me in it. And he says, but my daughter, you only did this bit. You only did the first bit. You didn't look at all this. You didn't complete. And he unravels all the things that he had for me. I don't want that. And the only way I can overcome that and to make sure that I receive the prize that is there for me to hear well done, good and faithful servant is to step into that faith that I believe that God has my best interest, that he has my life, that fully trust in him. You know, God says, I know those who trust me. You know, a lot of us, I think, live in a world where we think we can con God and we can pray our prayers and we can worship, we put our hands up, do all the Christianese. But he says, I know those who really trust me. If we are still worrying about our circumstances, whether it be resources, finances, relationship, loved ones, addicted loved ones, whatever it is, and this is a real challenge for me, I am not 
coming at this from someone who has mastered this by any means. I am somebody in the trenches learning this, but I know that there is a key in this, a key to victory. And if we really want to live a victorious life and re receive the reward because we have been a servant that is fully engaged with God, fully trusted in God, fully surrendered to God and fully outwork the purpose and plans that he has for us then we have to do this one thing and we have to move into a place of fully trusting in him so how do we do this we have to get into the word of God and know what he says about us know what he says about the situations and circumstances that face us hear what he has to say see how he lived his life see how he responded to things it's no use trying to live your life as a Christian without filling yourself with one, the word of God, two, praise and worship, and three, fellowship. We have to have the support and the accountability of other believers. We have to have that place of worship where we enter into his presence. God inhabits the praises of his people and when we're in a place of worship and praise, he enters into that with us and we're in his presence. We need that and we need his word because his word is the bread of life. It is the very essence that feeds our spiritual man and helps us to gain that faith and that trust that we need to get into the boat of life and fall asleep even though the storm is raging because we know that our Heavenly Father is in control and He's going to take us to the other side. I hope this has helped. I really hope that you can enter into this place of fully trusting in God, fully relying on Him, getting into the Word of God, filling yourself up with the Word. Find yourself a place where you can go into worship and praise and go into his presence and feel the love of God surrounding you and then have fellowship with other like-minded believers where you can have that accountability and you can share and you can come together and you can learn and grow in the things of the Lord with other believers because in corporate worship, in corporate prayer, in corporate meeting, there he dwells in his fullness Seek out the word and find these truths and then you'll understand how important it is for us to live within the kingdom principles. Okay, well I just, my prayer for you today is that you will take something away from here and you will not fear the future so much that you stay leaning on the present and that you will have the courage to take the necessary steps to, to build change in your life and to build that faith that you need to fulfill your destiny and purpose and live the best version of you that you can do. Thanks for being with me today. Hope you look hope you have a great day and I look forward to being in with you again tomorrow. Bye for now.